everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. We are back for the finale. Finale of Kenobi. Finale of the podcast. Finale of Star Wars. Finale of Disney. Finale of Fox. Finale of... No more 100 years. Finale of U.S. government. Finale of the world. Finale of the universe. Finality of the black holes. Finality of all the stars and the suns and... All the particles of sand. Finale of the particles. So much sand. So much sand. All right, bring it back. So anyway, Kenobi. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I I logged in to Disney Plus today. And uh, I looked at it and I was like, what? Finale? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Did you forget we had six and not seven? Limited se- <laughs> I just I was like, oh, yeah, we are at the end. It went quick, didn't it? It did. It did go. It seemed to go very quick. But, well, five weeks instead of six because we did get one and two. Uh, mm-hmm. Parts one, parts two. Parts one, parts two, part one, part two at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of felt a little weird. Yeah. Not necessarily that we missed out on anything. I mean, it was a full story, I feel like. <sighs> yeah, I still still believe it should have been a movie, though. Absolutely, and we were just kind of talking about this. This episode alone could have almost been, with another 30 minutes of setup, I suppose, a movie. Possibly, possibly. I, I think... Yeah, obviously, you'd have to rework it, but the amount of story thrown into it probably could have been a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I suppose so. I, I don't know, man. I, the- I think... Um, I think that... Uh, I think that this is a really good attempt <clears throat> at something special. I think without getting mm-hmm. in too much, and we'll, we'll, we'll do a retrospective like we always do a few weeks down the road when everything sort of sinks in. But I'd say this was a good attempt at something special that didn't quite hit on all cylinders for different reasons for me. Mm-hmm. But it did wind up having enough magic in it to make it rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably throw this in to a rewatch of the uh, in between the prequels and original trilogy. I think I'd add it in just like I would Rogue One. Yeah. Now they just need to release a uh, uh, massive cut so you don't have to like yeah. switch episodes. <laughs> right. Just like they should have done with season Part seven of, of uh, well, the last four. At what last four episodes of season seven of Clone Wars, right? Ye- yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Was four for Ahsoka. I remember we. I remember we were talking about. It. It's like why the hell didn't they just release this as one, or at least help us out and like release the, one big like cut. the old Clone Wars movie mm-hmm. that we got. You know, just a better version of that. Oh god, the redemption of that. Yeah, with no stinky. What an what an <laughs> yeah what an ending what an ending that was. Oh boy. That was an ending to a series for sure. Yeah. So I think we'll probably mainly just focus on the episode and then maybe in the retrospective, we'll go over some of the other complaints that we had, maybe give a little bit more grade to the writing and direction and all that. I would say so we'll try and keep it in the, in the one as opposed to doing a complete look back. But uh, I guess before we kind of roll into that, how was your week? Uh, not too bad, you know, not a whole lot going on. Another week of trying to stay cool and schoolwork. Don't have much of a life right now. It's okay. <laughs> Another seven months of no life. Hundred years, hundred years, no life. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the no life. <laughs> Although I will, I will just do a quick PSA of a company that I now just fervently hate. You remember FYE growing up in the malls? The music store? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still around. Oh. And for some reason, I went there. I don't know why, but I've bought something. It's probably something nerdy, probably something Star Wars related. But I set up an account there. It's like, oh, I'll save five bucks. Sure. Why not? Mm. Got a free trial, a month trial to their backstage VIP pass, whatever they call mm-hmm. it. Mm hmm. And I forgot about it for like a month, and I got charged for the first 
full month. I'm like, well, I should probably cancel that because this is useless in my life. Yep. And I went to cancel it, and I didn't remember my login. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh, that's not a big deal. Just send me an email. I'll reset my password. I know which email address I used. I had 20 emails sent to my email, and they never <laughs> came through. So I'm completely locked out of the option of unsubscribing to this $12 a month plan. <laughs> and now I get to, you know, make a call to some call center. They'll probably take three hours to cancel my account. So, yep. yeah, screw FYE. Which is very disappointing. I, I used to love that place. Hey, maybe you can get like 20% off or something when you call in today. Oh, my God. It felt like <laughs> dealing with Hot Topic or something is terrible. <laughs> like a teenager again going oh through all this stuff. Yeah, that's 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 difficult. I uh, Yeah, it's tough because like sometimes you do want that little 10% off or... Five bucks, ten bucks off, free shipping or whatever is kind of nice, but boy, you got to go in there and cancel that stuff quick, or it'll come back to yeah. you. Like I should have just walked out of the store, walked back in, back in. It's like, okay, I'd like to cancel. I'm done. I'm completely. That done. is funny that they're still around, though. Yeah, they've gone to like a lot of anime stuff, and they have some uh, Star Wars Black series, some of the more obscure stuff. Yeah. They had some cool options, but. Not a lot of music. They do have a record collection now that record players have kind of come back into oh, that's cool. popularity. They probably have like a couple hundred different record options. Not bad. Nice. But it's not like the wall-to-wall like CD jungle that we grew up with. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I'd be surprised about um, the pressing of CDs anymore. Like, does every artist still get their stuff pressed or does that even happen anymore? I honestly wonder how much of that even has to do with the artist or if some, like, big conglomerate just pays royalties and does it all themselves. Yeah, maybe. I would have to assume that they'd probably just send a big old bulk to Amazon and be like, here, sell them or don't or screw it. Right. <laughs> They're out there. I don't care. This is not making or breaking my band. <laughs> That's funny. Huh. Yeah, I haven't set foot in one of those in a very long time. We had one in... Um, in our hometown. I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, I, I remember doing the whole, you know, you get a card and like every mm-hmm. fifth or sixth CD you bought, it was something off or whatever. So yeah, yeah good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I had a more eventful weekend, I guess, than you did. <laughs> good for you. God, I hope somebody <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. I went down to uh, Cincinnati for a few days. Um, Got in town, attempted to go to the sign museum that they had there. It was closed just that day, too. And we had stuff booked up the rest of the day, so didn't get there. Looked really neat. A lot of old signs, neon signs, all that good sort of stuff. So maybe next time. Um, Went to a Reds game. And I realized how old Great American Ballpark looks now. It's been years, like literally years. And I, I think... I'm pretty sure I've been to one before. The The one that I remember was like the last year Ken Griffey Jr. was still playing for the Reds and I wanted to see him because it was like one of those things where it was pretty clear that they were going to trade him back to the Mariners so he could retire a Mariner where he'd spent most of his career. Mm-hmm. He only went to Cincinnati because his dad played there during the mm-hmm. whole big red machine era in the 70s. And uh, so... I'm pretty sure I've been one at, to one after that, but you know, those were the crap years where they weren't very good. Um, you know, tickets were always super cheap. So we wound up getting really good seats behind the diamond. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty decent stuff. Uh, girlfriend got a, um, $25 car or like a pass that gave you five hot dogs unlimited popcorn and peanuts and unlimited drink refills like soft drink refills and you know that pays for itself within your first couple of hot dogs <laughs> when you right. think about a ballpark <laughs> so that was worth it and uh then we went to um uh jungle gems which is a really cool giant grocery store with just all this i mean it's yeah i've been there that is yeah. pretty cool i haven't you could almost spend a day there. Honestly. Oh, <laughs> you would spend a long time and not get through 
all of it. And it's very twisty turny too. So, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I got, uh, they have a bar inside and I got this. It was completely ridiculous, but that's the reason why I got it. It was an IPA, but it was a marshmallow something. <laughs> and it was it was weird and it was high alcohol content, but it, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was good, but it was interesting. So I tried that. And it made you spend more money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, they were only like five bucks for a decent sized cup. Oh, really? So nice. it wasn't that bad. And uh, yeah, so we did that. And then uh, let's see. What the heck else did we do? Oh, went to the Newport Aquarium. So that was fun. Walk, oh, nice. Walk through that. I've been kind of wanting to go there. How was it? It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. You know, it was, it yeah. was, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so did that. Went to uh, this place called the Alcove, which is by Mad Tree, the Mad Tree Brewing mm-hmm. Company. So yeah. drank a few, uh, you know, fresh uh, out of the tap psychopathies, which are one of my favorite IPAs. Nice. Had yeah. a had a pretty wonderful dinner, and then uh, also went to the Hofbrauhaus House down in Newport. So got uh, like uh, four different sausages and all that stuff. Coincidentally, Schmidt's German potato salad is better, way better than Hofbrauhaus's House's <laughs> German potato salad. Hofbrauhaus's House's German wasn't potato salad. Wasn't that the one we went to? No, we haven't. Yes, we we that wasn't. No, the, we did was. go to Hofbrauhaus House in Columbus. And yeah. we, we mainly got, we got the big pretzel and the sauerkraut uh, bowls. Yeah. But yeah, Hofbrew House's German potato salad is sweet. It doesn't have enough vinegar in it. Too much sugar, not enough vinegar. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that they tried to thicken it with cornstarch because there was that consistency to it. Not a fan. It was okay, but not a fan. You don't thicken that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> anyway, they just did it wrong. But their sausages were really good. Their uh, what is it the the beer beer worst or whatever that was awesome. Their brats were great. Um, there was a met met worst or whatever that was pretty good. So yeah, re- really good uh, overall you know trip. Stayed at this random Airbnb in the downtown area that was like so Spartan and like I'm like fixing stuff <laughs> for them. Like their garbage disposal wasn't work so I, working, so I fixed it. They had the ice machine on in their fridge that didn't get cold enough. So, like, you heard it, like, <laughs> burr, and they're, like, trying to figure out what the hell it was and finally figured it out. And, you know, so I, I'm just, I'm running around. And it's you like, gave him a bill. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, you. I'm going to write him a list or whatever and put it down. And, like, here are the things that you need. It's like, look, just, they didn't have, like, a dish towel. There was, it had a full kitchen. It was, a, it was, <laughs> an, like, an apartment thing. <laughs> It's like give you got to give us a dish towel because we we made breakfast every morning. Instead of right. going out for breakfast, we made breakfast, went out for dinner, and so forth. Anyway, it was it was kind of funny, but it was good. It was a good loungy type of thing. And I got to say this though, my GPS does not understand the many of the patterns and or roads in downtown Cincinnati. It kept telling me to go down these random alleys that were as big as like a Vespa, <laughs> and like. A lot of the splits on some of the highways are really strange. We did pass New Riff, which... Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah like- we passed New Riff. And it's like, oh, look, New Riff. So, you know, eventually get back down there, maybe go to that. And I had a couple other recommendations yeah, cool. uh, from some folks. So have some more stuff to explore, you know, another time. But yeah, no, it was, it was a good overall weekend. Can't complain. Good stuff. Nice. Now I just need to top that next week. That's fine. Well, well, this 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 weekend we're we're just we're gonna be visiting and smoking some wings and having dinner with our dad and all that stuff. So that's gonna be the large weekend thing for. Ne- that's right. Spoiler alert for next week's update. <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyway, I suppose we ought to go ahead and hop right on in. Yeah, pop into part six of our. Kenobi series, uh, just over 50 minutes in total runtime with credits and everything. Um, when we sort of left off, we had, uh, you know, the, the bombardment of, um, Jabim. We had, you know, Vader, you know, launching an attack. We figure out Reva's not actually really working for vader she's working to hunt him effectively 
we get her failed attempt to defeat Vader, which Vader, she's zero match. And we learn about her past. Uh, Tala is, uh, is killed, unfortunately. Uh, and then, you know, sort of we're, we're left with the hangar that, that ah, we're getting away, but like our hyperdrive isn't working, of course, and they're right behind us. And Reva now knows that Vader has children. Yeah, and that's actually something I kind of wanted to just discuss here briefly. Do we really know that? Like, it, it is I don't know. I think it's a bit of a leap to go from that communication. Like she, I, I, for me, yeah. I think it could have been like she just infers that like okay, Obi Wan clearly th- there's a force sensitive child. You know what I mean? I think it, but I could be wrong. I'm, I'm just, I kind of looked at that. And I was like, well, how the hell did she know it was Vader's kid? That's a heck of right. a leap. I, I personally liked how they handled that with Maul and Kenobi a lot better than they did with Reva. Cause like e- even beyond that, it's like, well, how do you know that it's Owen? And how do you know where, I mean, huh. yeah, you, you just automatically knew which town to check. Like, granted, it's Tatooine. There's not probably a whole lot of options, but it is a planet. Like, you just go straight to where you need to instantly. And and what about your wound? Yeah, so I I guess just to jump right in here. So Reva is the quickest traveler known to man. And quickest healer, apparently. For being a Sith, she's got some good healing powers. I mean, it, it just it, it did seem a little bit disconnected that it's like, oh, well, she's just on Tatooine. We needed another episode in between, I feel like. What ship did she take? Did Vader leave the Inquisitor's right. ship on that planet, on Jabim? It was the one that he ripped down and destroyed. She just took that Well, but, but no, I mean, <laughs> on, yeah, right. But honestly, like, you would have thought, so the Grand Inquisitor comes down, he's going to take that ship back. So how right. did she even get there? let alone, you know, beat everything else that's going on around them. Like, are we saying Jabim? And I, I don't I don't really care to look this up, but, like, is Jabim that close to Tatooine? Like, are we saying it's, like, just next-door neighbors or something? And is there a spaceport that close in Jabim to grab a ship from somebody? <sighs> yeah. Because we never actually see the ship, so we don't even get an idea. It's nitpicky. It's yeah. nitpicky, but, yeah, like, literally the first scene here is back on Tatooine and Reva's you know, kind of, I don't know, threatening a guy and like, hey, yeah, uh, tell me what a, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have something to say. <laughs> Force. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we do get kind of a cool, like, mix between old and new trilogies here, though, because we get our uh, Vader attack that just seems. Almost like Last Jedi. Like the entire plot of Last Jedi, the background plot. That's just uh, a hyper, like, fast-forwarded version of it. They did not seemingly arc those bolts, though. No. And they no. kind of, there were several shots of them just sort of, like, exploding in space. So showing range, which, like... I'm not going to lie that that arcing in space stuff it was it was although I'm sure a lot of people complain about this too but I I liked it I don't know even for they? the effects sake I actually yeah. I actually thought it was it was kind of people arguing science and everything oh just continue to move until blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the effect of seeing the explosions, personally. I thought that was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, and I don't know enough about the, the dissipation of energy in, in space. I, I don't know enough yeah. about that. I mean, I suppose I don't think it would be able to continue forever because eventually energy would dissipate. But I'm not a scientist of that nature, so yeah. who, who the hell cares? But no, I I thought it was, you know, it, it felt a little bit more like the original trilogy to me. Um so, but you're, you're right. It kind of, it is reminiscent of, you know, that whole, <clears throat> but they didn't talk about coaxium. Not space fuel, not space fuel. Just, you know, Hey, power couplers. Yeah. Going back to old school power coupler. <sighs> Stupid space. What fuel. does that even mean? Power coupler. Yeah. It's a power coupler. Now we do have also, uh, well, okay. Um, do you want to stick with Obi-Wan here for a bit and then branch off to the Reva storyline? 
because they, they intertwine. They're two different paths. Yeah. I mean, I, I would go with bread and butter because who really cares about the Reva storyline as much? Okay. Let's be honest. Just Let's go with Obi-Wan. Okay. So with, with Obi here, he is going to draw Vader off because he knows that Vader is only there for him. So if he leaves, he will be able to draw Vader away and thusly our, you know, force sensitive children and their families will be able to get away. And I actually really like this sort of speech he gave here as everybody was kind of looking at him because it's like, you know, you, you can't leave. What about staying together? And he's like, well, you know, so give him time. And it's like, you've been protecting the Jedi for 10 years and now it's, you know, my chance to return the favor. And, and it, it's, it's, it's pretty classic Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? It's very classic, yeah. just standard Obi-Wan stuff. Especially the whole comment, like, you need to survive. You're the next generation. Yeah. You know, I'm expendable, essentially. And then, uh, what was our, uh, Haja. Yeah. He, he's effectively, again, in charge of Leia. And he's like, well, you have my word. I mean, as much as like, you know, the word, my word means like, it's fine. You're cool. <laughs> I like Haja as a character. He's, I'm he's glad fun. we introduced him. I could see yeah. him in other, in other media. Like, you know, we, we had talked a little bit before about, you know, the new, um, Fallen Order game. Like, yeah, I don't know. Screw yeah. it. Just have him show up. I think up. it'd be funny in, uh, in comics too. I could see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could do like, uh, I mean, the whole sort of railroad kind of thing of like getting, Force sensitive children away from the Empire. I mean, that could be kind of an interesting comic yeah. line. Yeah. You could even throw in a little side story how, you know, Haja gets, well, I guess, potentially a story of her, him and Leia, you know, getting back to Alderaan. Let's maybe. not. No. no, I don't want it. Don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to okay. fill that out anymore. I'm good. But I, I, I understand. Well, it is that. It is that age in Star Wars where everything has to be explained. Yeah, for sure. Except for our coffee, or our, I'm sorry, coffee maker, our ice cream maker. Why don't we have a comic series on the ice cream maker? Yeah, <laughs> Will Rohood. No, I'm good. So before Obi-Wan leaves, he does give Leia Tala's uh, holster. Which is really cool. Yeah, it was neat. And uh, we'll talk about it later in the in the episode, but... You know, I, I kind of missed it on the first watch through, but Talad showed Obi-Wan the saber, or the saber, the holster, where she had put notches in it for every person that she had yeah. helped yeah. out, which was kind of neat. But that, that was that was a cool thing to, uh, to, to, to pass on, I think. Plus our little uh, quip, I'm not going to give you a blaster. You're only 10. <laughs> give her a blaster. blaster. Which is like... Come on now. Out, out of your kids, you can probably trust her with one more than Luke. She is a smart one. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you talk about maturity level. I mean, it's pretty different. Luke's acting like he's riding a a little speeder, and she's, like, out here helping save 30, 40 people. Well, I mean, <laughs> even when we get into New Hope, you know, Leia's basically a, you know, a whole a leader. Yeah, a whole leader, <laughs> and Luke's just trying to get power converger, converters at freaking Taji Station. Drinking his milk. Shooting womp yeah. rats, you know. I mean, he bullseyed him <laughs> at two meters, but, like, yeah. anyway. So we have Obi-Wan going down to a planet here to confront Vader. Uh, he does find Lola, little ladybug droid, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was fun, you know. There was even a little part in here where Leia was like using the droid to kind of comfort a kid, and mm-hmm. you know Obi Wan had said, "Well, you know, I, maybe I could borrow her or something like that." Yeah. So you know, she she's she still has you know that simple mindedness of a child, very pure mindedness of a child, mm-hmm. which is still good to see, while she is also incredibly mature. Oh, and of course we get our first teaser to Qui Gon. You know, have our little talk. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan like, "Hey, I could." Use some help right now. It's like, yeah, guy, like, master, you know, like, totally, help, totally could, like, help, help, help me, help me, help me, help <laughs> me. <laughs> oh boy. And then we get the confrontation that I think everybody was waiting for. And I am so glad they did it the way they did instead of like him going on to the Star Destroyer and then making a harrowing escape from the Star Destroyer. It's so much better. 
A lot. I also one have to one. say, like the dialogue here was really cool. Oh, so, my God. Vader, have you come to destroy me, Obi Wan? <laughs> <laughs> I will do what I must. And he even gets his kind of over the head stance going, you know, from like more yeah. like Clone Wars, which was I'm sure had a lot of a uh, lot of nerds out there freaking out. And then Vader says, then you will die. It's all very simple language, but it's very yeah. meaningful to the two combatants here. Now, I kind of wish they would have gone full uh, ham with it and had him say, you will try. I thought that would be kind of oh, cool. But. Oh, that would have been a good line. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, uh-huh. that would have been a great line. Wouldn't it have? Uh, we got enough callbacks with Obi-Wan, though. I won't complain no, too much, no, but it is a missed been, opportunity. That would have been perfect. Holy crap. I Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Although, at the <sighs> same time, you could almost make it a comedy where, like, he says you will try, and you hear him in the background. It's like, I didn't try last time. I won. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Heck, I would have even thought of something fun about, like, a high ground reference. Just once again. Oh, they set it up, too. They really set it well, up. Here's the thing. It could have been a thing where, like, I have the high ground, and then he, like, he takes the high ground away this time, you know? <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. But No, they give Vader the high ground, and, yeah. and he doesn't say anything. It was, it was a perfect setup. My, so many perfect setups for Vader. I have the high ground now, my former master. <laughs> well, there's one thing I forgot to teach you so about. So did Maul. You idiot. Here's the thing I forgot to teach you about. The high ground is always mine. I'm the master <laughs> of the high ground. The low ground. This is why Just you never all. Jedi master. You never understood. When I said I have the high ground, I mean I am the I, high ground. I am the high ground. I was born in it, raised in it. <laughs> I am the high ground. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... Let's talk about the, the the choreography for the saber combat. What were your what were your thoughts? Like overall fight sequence, just the saber stuff, good, bad, indifferent. I, what do you think? I actually loved how messy it was. It was messy. And the little call Yeah. And the little callbacks to um, our little flashback from the last episode. You know, we have our back to back again. We have some really cool stuff going on. The lightsabers weren't as distracting too, by the way. Can we just mention that maybe that's just me but i felt like they were better the sparks were better like we had a little bit of the phase in and out mm-hmm. that i liked um but no i mean it was desperate but also you can see where obi-wan's getting a bit of his groove back he's really becoming more comfortable so i thought this was like a perfect rematch there was a part where they were back to back, and we mentioned this sort of in the uh, the sort of flashback sequence. There was a a, poor, a part where Vader is off balance, and Obi Wan mm-hmm. kind of like spins. And if he would have spin, and he just could have cut him in half there, right? Like I'm not gonna lie, it was that was super. Cl- I, I don't know why they want to do this like reverse because even like the thing with Reva and Vader where like she's slashing at his feet and he does a little little ground stop. So, you know, I I feel like maybe it would have been cool to have had a better choreographer person Mm -hmm. fight coordinator because I don't know, like I don't hate it, but. And there was a lot of good stuff in here and it was a little bit faster paced. It wasn't like episode three, you know, flippy spinny and all that sort of stuff. But it, it definitely like, it had its moments where it's like, yeah, but like Obi-Wan could have sliced him in half right there. So right. I think, you know, not that it was lightsaber combat, obviously, but I think you could have learned something from our ending of rogue one because just our choreography with Vader, Vader's reactions to everything thrown at him. I mean, he was, a horror character. He was, he was Jason. He was Freddy Krueger. He was everything that scared you as a kid. Like he was unaffected. And I feel like the only thing that could have been better with this fight scene, if we had had more time was to have maybe five minutes of him, just not being affected at all. Like him just shrugging off everything. Obi-Wan threw at him. And then something happening to trigger, you know, Obi-Wan doing better. Like, 
obviously Vader draws from the dark side. He's constantly getting power just from being around Obi-Wan because he hates him so much. But maybe Obi-Wan having some thought of Luke or Leia or somebody from his past that gave him some strength to draw on. Mm -hmm. Extend the fight out a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I could see where you're coming from. I think part of this was, you know, showing that Obi-Wan was kind of back at, you know, kind of his, maybe not prime, but back within the Force and, like, he, he's... Which I think we see more with his Force abilities than with his lightsaber combat, mm-hmm. truthfully. Well, we'll get, we'll definitely more. get to that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, th- there was a couple of clunky parts here. Just sort of seemed like uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of rustiness, maybe a little bit of uh, smoothed-out choreography would have went a long way, but it still felt really good. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, then we sort of get to a kind of a pinpoint in the fight where Obi-Wan attempts to bring down a boulder on Vader, which Vader just Mm -hmm. stops, doesn't seem like he's putting in much effort, and just throws away sort of like he did the shuttle. And then at this point is sort of where the fight seems to turn, and we have Vader, you know, using the Force more, throwing rocks making the ground collapse at one point, even burying Obi-Wan alive, essentially. So we, we are seeing some of this, uh, the, 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 the strength in Vader. And like even some of the practical force fighting, like so we're locked up and Vader brings a rock to sweep Obi-Wan's mm-hmm. feet. Like, the, yeah, that's smart. Obviously, you would do that yeah. if you were Vader. Like, Well, I mean, what? I, I think you would just do that anyway. It's just like a smart Right, you play. wouldn't even pull out your lightsaber. You would just start doing that. I mean, it would be more like, you know, Palpatine fighting Yoda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, you know, that was all, that was all, in my opinion, I felt it was all pretty, pretty well done. Um, and then, it, I, I was curious about this as I was watching. It's like, well, he can't just leave him there. Anakin wants right. to see Obi-Wan dead, not buried, not thinking he's dead. But we do see Obi-Wan has, you know, effectively used the force to push back some of this, uh, some of these rocks. And again, we're seeing the strength in Obi-Wan that, you know, we saw when, uh, when he was holding back the water, right? And then we have, uh, you know, voice, this is the end for you, my master. Admit you're beaten. Mm. And then, you know... I'm surprised we don't get a Qui-Gon voice here. Like, Force Ghost would have been a little awkward, but I feel like a voice might have been... I don't know. I like I like the motivation that he gets through thinking of Luke and Leia like I had mm. just been talking about, but I think it was almost a perfect moment to throw Qui-Gon in the mix as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool that they didn't. I, I think it was good to hear, like, all of Anakin's hatred. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. he he sees the flash of, of Luke and, and all he's been through so far with Leia. So, I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I, 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 I can dig it, but I wasn't... It wouldn't have mattered too much to me. I think it was yeah, done pretty it well. Really wouldn't have. Yeah. But he's able to push back all of these rocks and you know, kind of re-engage. But again, Vader is like moving off. It just seems so strange. That seems Mm -hmm. strange to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have assumed by thinking that Obi-Wan's connection to the Force is weaker and he's tired that obviously it crushed him. Yeah. So I could kind of see it, but that's not how Vader would have ever wanted to kill him. I I think he'd want to see the body. Yeah. Now, I do like the athleticism by Ewan McGregor here when he yeah, re-engages. Yeah, we get our spins, our little uh, hand changes yeah. and everything. We get some cool stuff. And then we get what I feel like probably should have already happened, Vader just stopping his slash yep. mid-swing, yep. which honestly is becoming one of my most favorite new things. It is kind of cool. See. Isn't it? It's pretty B.A. Yeah. Yeah kind of makes you wish it like we would have seen that a little bit in return of the jedi maybe just once that would have been pretty cool and luke just break through it yeah (laughs) when he taps into the dark side a little bit (laughs) yeah i do i yeah i like this but 
Then, oh, but we get an amazing dramatic moment with, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like this is probably the biggest feat of force telekinesis that we've ever seen from Obi Wan. Yeah, set up. He does shove Vader off, and then yeah, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and describe it there if you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just get like some. I don't know who who was a fan of like Avatar: The Last Airbender as a kid, but like just some just earth bending stuff. Just raises like a hundred boulders and just throws chucks every single one at the back of Vader. And, you know, you have to assume Vader's using the force to kind of protect himself, but like, he's just getting a beating from all this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is pretty wild. I assume some of it's a force. Obi-Wan's just got his hands raised like, yeah, (laughs) like a God almost. (laughs) Yeah. And you're probably mostly the force. Maybe some of his armor, might also be mm-hmm. helping out a little bit with that. But yeah, it, it's it's a wild. It's a wild display of like raw force ability that Obi-Wan's putting forward here, which is uh, even more awesome especially when like you were a fan of Obi-Wan growing up and you read all the books about how he's kind of weak in the force compared to most of his peers mm-hmm. and you know, he's he's kind of an outcast a bit. He's falling behind in his training and to go from that to this. Yep. I feel like it's more interesting than like Anakin being the chosen one and always being just a a force entity or Luke for that matter. Just pure perseverance and dedication. Yeah. That's, that's Obi-Wan for you. (laughs) Absolutely. I also do kind of like some of the choreography here where Obi-Wan is a basically, smashing Vader's control panel <laughs> with the with the hilt of his saber kind of d- yeah. trying to disable some of the machine it's like damn smart that's smart nobody nobody else ever thought of that <laughs> yeah and then he's chucking not that many other people could break through his guard to do that but well very true and then he chucks a rocket Vader when they're locked up kind of using the same trick and then finally slashes him across the back um and now we're now we're seeing vader in trouble like he he is he is actually in trouble by the end of this this is probably the weakest vader has been ironically including every comic you see him in every duel you see him in like other than maybe palpatine this is the weakest he's ever been since mustafar Mm -hmm. yep and it's just it goes to show how amazing obi-wan is and why he's the one jedi that Vader always feared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, this this sort of last slash here, what do you think of kind of the flying through the air slash thing? I thought that it wasn't well done, personally. I didn't really like it all that much. It kind of felt like 80s cheese to me, like in a bad way, honestly. Because it's not even something you see in old Star Wars. I feel like you could have found so many other ways to do that scene that would have been better. Like, just, you know, I I think of, like, one of the most iconic things in the Mustafar fight when they're constantly alternating back and forth, backing up, hitting each yeah. other, you know. And if at one point he just had slipped through and done what he did here, I think that would have been a lot more dramatic and shocking than what we see. The result is amazing. Yeah. But the jump is not good. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely on wire, you know, so. Yeah. I mean. It, and it's it's kind of clunky. like A little bit. Uh, did it really make contact? Did he really not get slashed himself? Like, is, could we have maybe shot this again? <laughs> tried a little harder yeah it could have been better it, it, it definitely wasn't the worst but it, it could have been a little bit again just smoothed out a little more time yeah not terrible just not on yeah. par with what we got with the fight so far yeah but what we get from it is probably one of the most epic scenes in all of star wars oh it's amazing this is probably this is probably gonna go down and like one of my we should do a top 10 scenes in star wars i can see it yeah. or moments in star wars and this would be up there truthfully Oh, I, yeah, I could agree. Um, we have Obi-Wan, you know, basically saying Anakin, and then Vader, Anakin is is gone. <clears throat> um, yeah. And I am what we, remains. 
we get a release almost for Obi-Wan because he basically, in an underhanded way, he says that I'm not your mistake. You know, it's not your fault that I became what I am. Yeah, he, he did. I don't forgive you, but yeah. but I did this to Anakin, not yeah, you. Exactly. And it actually, I think, I think it ties in perfectly to the whole, and I hate how people still throw this out as like a, plot hole in Star Wars, but like when he says to Luke that Vader killed your father. This scene perfectly ties into that. Yep. And it makes it so abundantly clear why he says that. Yeah. Cause at this point he doesn't see anything left of Anakin. He's gone. Well yeah, he he specifically says, I am not your failure. Yeah. So not not even and and that's the thing like Obi-Wan can take that as solace but like what he's saying is no I am not the person you perceive to be your failure. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I'm someone else. Anakin is gone. It, it it's in it's an interesting admission though by Vader basically saying, you know, you didn't fail me. I turned right. into this based upon almost taking ownership of his yeah of his life to this point he's like no you're not responsible i did this i'm taking responsibility i am darth vader it's yeah. an interesting and we get bit. some really good emotion from you and oh, yeah. his acting and all these emotional scenes with anakin are just awesome i mean it's almost sad that these two actors aren't ever seen together again other than in star wars because i feel like they could have done something outside of star wars really well together they just click they do work well together yeah they 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 really they really do and th there is something unique that does happen in in certain movie franchises when you work long enough with somebody it happened with the lord of the rings and everything like that you saw those yeah. guys getting yeah. really close and it, it is it is neat uh, to see that sort those sort of bonds happen and then even watching like Interviews with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, and we also get some kind of cool sound effects as well as his uh, his voice box is obviously damaged, and mm -hmm. we kind of get this cool. It, this is it amazes me. It took this long for them to like go and go run with this idea, but like switching back and forth getting to hear Hayden's voice and then Vader's voice and a weird amalgamation of the two it's almost like hearing the light side and the dark side of him clash yeah. as he's speaking and it's just such an amazing effect I mean th this is literally the part where I say it's one of my favorite moments in Star Wars yeah, it is great and we sort of end here with you know Vader yelling out <coughs> Obi-Wan the second scream is just chilling. Yep. It's awesome. And you know he heard it, too. Yep. And I, he almost wish he could have seen his reaction as he's walking away from it. Like in one of those kind of PTSD moments where he's just kind of twitching and unable to deal with what just happened, you know. But it, even the way they did the scene, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was a great it was a great sequence. It was a really great yeah. sequence. And I think you probably could have just done the entire episode justice by just having that. Yeah, have a full episode for the fight alone. I mean, you could have done it. It would have been a lot of work for the choreography, of course. It would have been intense, but so satisfying. Yeah. And this does kind of, you know, again, reinforce the, you know, when we when we finally get their final confrontation, you know, when I left, the lack of hesitation. Well, when I left you, <laughs> I was but the student. Now I'm the master, and it shows yeah. that Anakin was still very much the student here, and, and Obi Wan's was is very much the master. Um, yep. I do have some final wrap up stuff for this, but maybe let's go ahead and get the Reva side quest out of the way too. Yeah, yeah. Let's shoot for that. Let me back up here a little yep. bit. So. We do have a Reva arriving on Tatooine, uh, harassing a vendor. We have that vendor going to Owen, and Owen and Baru effectively attempting to mount a defense. And I got to say, we don't get much with Baru, right? We, we, we really... Baru's awesome. We, She's bad. Yeah, I mean, we really don't get much <laughs> aside from, you know, like in A New Hope. It's like, 
Can't keep him here all the time, Owen. Drink your milk. We'll <laughs> let him go next season, for God's sake. Just stop hounding me, woman. But in this, she's like, hey, by the way, I've got a couple of blasters just hidden under the staircase. Like, let's just go, like, kill this lady. Mount up, honey. Yeah. We're doing <laughs> mount it. Mount up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to mount up. <sighs> yeah, what What? A, what, what just a, a stud she is. And she, she's, she's ready to roll. She doesn't want to run. She wants to, you know, confront. She wants to defend her home. And that, I don't know. That was just, it was, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a cool moment. Cause like, I think with Owen seeing what happened to his, his dad, when they were looking for Shmi and like all the people that went out in the desert, I'm sure he's got a bit of a side of him. That's like, uh, look, I know what we couldn't do against the sand people. How the heck are right. we going to take on this literal, you know, dark side using lady, you know, with all that we knew? And like Baru's just like, so, yeah, here's some blasters. Let's let's like blaster, dude. Sweet. Yeah. And we get the shortest blaster rifle ever. <laughs> well, they're they're right. in the West. Everything's sold off. OK, <laughs> clearly. I was waiting for her to, like, pull out the rest of the barrel from that. Oh, Cubby, it's like, nope, nope, we're going short, short range, barrel. high effective. Short barrel. <laughs> but hey, you know, they 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 were they're effective little little rifles. Yeah. Do you need a short barrel with a blaster rifle? Is it required to have a long barrel? No, or a I short don't barrel? think it's required at that point. <laughs> I think that that becomes a little bit uh you know just for show. Yeah, for show. <laughs> um but yeah, I I, I, I do I think uh, the only thing about this is I question a little bit that Luke is very aware of what's going on too, you know? Yeah. So like <laughs> he obviously just, just shook all it off. It's fine. You know, he's just chilling. One, one, one uh, year this like crazy lady came, like tried to kill everybody and it was fine. They're having a blaster battle again. Oh my <laughs> God. I just want to sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I think it's it's pertinent to talk about kind of like the confrontation between Reva and Owen. Um, yeah. So Owen, the, neither of them are like really a match for her, even in a weakened state. That's the difference between force users. But they they shoot a ton of bolts at her, can't necessarily make headway. But he does kind of try and head off Reva to allow Baru time to, you know, kind of at least get away or let the boy run or whatever. And, you know, he, he's fighting her off with a pipe. <laughs> you know? We get a cool bit of dialogue here. You know, she mentions, you must really love the boy. And he's like, he is mine. Yeah. You know, which kind of, I don't know. Owen's kind of a misunderstood character. I feel like, and, I can kind of relate to him a little bit. You know, you you take on that responsibility and someone tries to take it away and turn him into his father. And, like, you know, he's put a lot of effort in and he's very defensive, yep. you know, very scared of what could happen to Luke, you know, following in his father's footsteps. And I don't know, it's kind of a cool scene to flesh him out and not make him out to just be the jerk yep. of the series. Only thing I'll say... Uh you know, before we kind of start towards the end is either, either Baru doesn't really have, you know, the good cross or, uh, or Eva's got like a flipping iron jaw there, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke runs into the desert. Reva runs after him and we kind of almost get like a pseudo Luke, Luke Skywalker, Ben Solo type of thing here. Yeah. You know, as, as she's standing over, over him kind of running through the same thing that, you know, happened with Anakin and her. And instead of making the decision that Anakin did, she made a different decision and chose not to, not to kill Luke, which makes sense. Which, yay. We're allowed to have Star Wars because of this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, it does set up some good, like Obi-Wan dialogue though, when he, it does arrive back on the planet yeah, I I almost thought, and I'm so glad they didn't do it. I don't think they'd be stupid enough to do it, but I almost thought with the way they set up this scene that Obi-Wan was going to show up last minute and save him. Yeah. 
Oh my God, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. And that's what it felt like. Yeah, I'm with you there. It would have been bad. But he still got there almost too quickly when you think about it. It was quick. It was pretty quick. Time doesn't matter. But, um, you know, I I think part of like uh, Moses Ingram's acting here was, was particularly good is you know, she's, she's kind of working through this and she, she says something to the effect. It's like, uh, what, what was the line? It's like, have I become him or have I become him? And basically, you know, Obi-Wan says, you've just proved that you're not, you know, you just chose not to be Yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, honestly, pretty powerful stuff. Cause you're, you're talking about, we don't really know what all she's done, but she's clearly done a lot of bad stuff to be an inquisitor. And, uh, you know, now she's facing that, what, what that will mean for her in the long term, we'll mm-hmm. see maybe. By the way, just nitpicky stuff here, but like her lightsaber, did Vader just like, do those split in half? Because I feel like Vader broke it in half. Well, if you remember yeah. in the last episode, it was already put back yeah. together when she got up. Oh, was okay. So it just splits in half. Has that ever been seen with an Inquisitor? Uh, like I don't know, dude. I don't know. In Rebels, who cares? In anything? Who cares? Stop questioning know. stuff. What are you? What are you talking? Yeah, about? true. <laughs> Cotton, we don't need that. All right. Last scene here. We are back on Mustafar, and hey, look, we get a we we get Sidious. Yeah, old Sidious, yeah. old school Sidious. That awesome. was kind of cool. Um, Vader's still going crazy and. You know, you kind of wonder how effectively the hunt is called off because Vader right here is like, I'll destroy everything in my path. And he's like, well, you know, I'll replace you. Yeah, He's like, are, Stop are you it. sure about that? Uh, oh, yeah, I serve only you. It's cool. So it, it's interesting that that Sidious is like, eh, it's kind of let him go. It's cool. That was weird. It's a yeah, little weird. a little bit. Kind of just like. Almost like plot hole filling stuff. It's like, well, why didn't he keep searching for yeah. it? Because Sidious said Because Sidious to. was like, you know. He's like, chill you're, out. You're going a little nuts. Let's, let's chill. Uh, you know, again, in, in our sort of wrap-up tour here, we have L- little Leia back on Alderaan. She's dressing herself now, <laughs> brushing her little hair. and <laughs> With a comb that doesn't look practical at all. It looks like it would just stab just you. Just a couple but, strokes. Yeah. It's fine. It's not fine-toothed. She has her gloves, you know, that she got back on uh, on our other planet there from Obi-Wan and wearing her holster. And I did kind of like that her mom. Combat boots. Yeah, combat boots. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. And I I like her mom coming in here. It's like, is that a holster? I like it. I love it. (laughs) It, Just accepting. It's like, ah, this is my daughter now. This is great. Well, I I think she, you know... She's probably happy to have her back. It's like, look, you know, she's not going to be some practical little princess. So mm-hmm. kind of giving in a bit. I like, uh, <laughs> again, this is like very similar to when we first saw Leo, you know, coming out to meet the cousins. And like Bale's like gives her a weird look. And it's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Your mother's going to be so mad at me. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to hear about this tonight. <laughs> Even though I caused it and I deserve this. <laughs> yeah. Now. But we get, it, it's kind of a cool little shift. You know, she starts talking about, uh, we need to change a few things if I'm going to lead eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, she actually embraces her role. This uh, this little actress is just, she's awesome. She She's good. She's good. I like her. She's a good Leia. Although she is more excited about her droid than Obi-Wan showing up here. <laughs> Lola! Just totally got brush over that. Oh, oh, uh, good. yeah. Hi, Obi-Wan. Good. Oh, you, you survived. Cool, cool, cool. Vader didn't kill you. It's like, yeah, good good to see you. Glad you're still alive. It's it's cool, man. Thanks for bringing my joy like it, It's funny how, like, he even, like, tries to put a hand on her shoulder, and she almost, like, runs <laughs> past him so he can't. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. But um, <clears throat> we also get, you know, Obi-Wan telling bail it's like if you ever need me again you know where to find me so he's yeah a little change of heart yep, here he's he's not just going to sit back obviously it's going to take a while unless we have season two of obi-wan kenobi which i don't know that we talked about but there are some rumors that they're they might green light season two because this has been the reception of this has been good i'd be okay with that personally i don't know what you would do it'd be a lot of work to figure it out but 
Continued adventures. They do as well as they did with this. I'm okay with it. 100 years of adventures. I also like our little part here with Leia. Um, you know, basically telling her that, you know, it's like, yeah, I knew your parents and like, these are the strengths of your mother. These are the strengths of your father. It's all I can tell you, but you know, it's interesting. He chose to pick strengths out of Anakin instead of weaknesses for her. Well, but there are, there are strengths of, I mean, Anakin had strengths. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm just saying with how like negative his, you know, his dealings with (laughs) her father have been, it's kind of cool that he could still see the, the good in him. Yeah. Even at this point. Yeah. But it was good. Um, and even a little part, it's like, if you ever need a tired old man, it's like, you know, what do you think I should do? It's like, well, like, go, go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was kid stuff. Going to go pass out in my cave. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. He's moving on and from we get the rid cave. of the cave. Yeah. And finally. Did Bale buy him a house? Oh, Funded hut. It was it was interesting. Yeah, he packs up all his stuff and and our kind of ending here is he he goes to the homestead and he's like, oh, I thought you were not gonna like uh, be around here. Blah, I'm grumpy again. Here? It's like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm moving I'm moving on. It's fine, but I'll still be around, but in the shadows, <laughs> always watching, always watching. You've got him right. <laughs> I do like, though, that Owen did kind of, like, soften up here a little bit. It's like, do you want to meet him? Yes, which I thought was so awesome. And, <laughs> well, one, obviously we get our ship fixed. We knew that was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's pretty cool. But, more importantly, we get the line. We get the line. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Why not? You know, it's awesome. <laughs> it was good. And he yeah. is back to wearing more Jedi garb now, too, which is cool. Yeah. Um, we don't have our wizard's robe hood, but we'll get there. <laughs> Not yet. We'll get there. He, he's he's wearing his, his muscle robes right now. He's got to show the guns yeah. off a little bit. When he gets older, he's you know. fry that skin a little bit more, you That's know. That's right. Can't have a hood. Then he doesn't get old. He doesn't turn into Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> oh, he will. Yeah. All right, dude. Very last thing. Here it is. Here it is. Kind of shoehorned in, but I'll still take it. Master Qui-Gon? It's just so very matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, ah, Qui-Gon's here. He's he's here. <laughs> kind of wish we would have taken about 10 more minutes in this, but it is what it is. Yeah. The di- the short amount of dialogue we get is good. Yeah. Well, it's about time. Always been here. Yep. You just couldn't see me. Because I was a ghost. <laughs> I'm a ghost. But Obi-Wan did have... you let me get stabbed? (laughs) He had to let a lot of things go to get to this point. And he finally did. And uh, he's like, come on, we've got a ways to go. And and off they go into the canyon and into the desert. Gotta go train you. Train you how to scare away Tuscans by waving your hands and how to not die. That's right. (laughs) And that's it. And he just disappears again. Like I, well, he's walking. Kind of wish they wouldn't have disappeared. Yeah, he's like just he would have walked off with it. But it's they've fine. got a ways to go. So there we go. Kind of, kind of does kind of you know break a bit of continuity, seeing as how he never was able to form into a force ghost. But that's fine. Well, he was able to form in into something. He, he was still able to you know form not fully. Yeah. But you know there was there was some. It had to do something, I guess. I guess we couldn't just do a voice in the head, which I still would have been fine with, honestly. But eh. I'm good with it. It's fine. We get Liam back. Yep. That's all that matters. For sure. So that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I do want to, I do just want to point out one thing uh, and then we can run into uh, ratings or whatever else you want to talk about. But uh, so Obi-Wan's the most powerful Jedi in the world, right? We're, we're, we're like establishing that now. Yeah, I mean, he could probably kick Yoda's butt. I'm telling you, man. And Mace. He, he doesn't lose. No. No. He The only battle he's ever lost after Attack of the Clones is one he chose to lose. It's pretty awesome. Yep. That's right. Never loses. I mean, technically wants to do coup, but, you know, it wasn't really a loss. It's fine. I said after Attack of the Clones. Well, okay, yeah, we do have the Revenge of Sith where he gets knocked out. Just he needed to have that happen so Anakin could shine. It's fine. He chose it. It's cool. 
It's all good. Undefeated. Yeah. Ish. So yeah. When it counts. Love it. <laughs> well, anything else we need to talk about before we rate it? No. Kind of disappointed with the uh, you know, seven minutes of credits that we didn't get a little post credit scene. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we're good. <laughs> All right, well. Our 51-minute episode was closer to, like, 40, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead. Rate it. What do you got and why? Uh, you know, I kind of tried to remember what my highest-rated episode was. And I'm pretty confident that it was 8.3. And I'm not willing to put this into, like, a super high category. Because it does have flaws. You know, we we have some issues with the lightsaber combat. We have some goofy things but for the most part other than like Riva's miraculous arrival on Tatooine in the matter of minutes we don't have anything that breaks continuity for the most part and everything you know is it's pretty quick we don't have to drag out our little space battle scene or anything it's a very good episode we get some amazing acting from both Hayden and Ewan great great emotion and from Leia, too, for that matter. I can't think of the little actress's name off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, we get some great moments. Uh, we tie a few loose ends up, jumping into New Hope. And it just makes you want to restart from the beginning again, watching this. You know, just jump right into New Hope from this. But I'm going to give this an 8.5. I thought it was a very good episode. So IMDb has it at an 8.6. And I just wanted cool. to read this. It's a four-star review. I just think that the title's funny. Mom, can we have Star Wars? The mom, no, we have Star Wars at home. <laughs> nice. I like that meme template. It's, it's yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that... Uh, I think that we had a, a good episode here. I think that the series missed some steps, missed some opportunities... Probably should have slowed down to make the experience better overall, but we'll talk about some of those things later. But I will say this. I, I thought that this was felt like a good wrap-up to things. Um, the the Vader-Anakin stuff was really all that I really needed. I, I didn't mm-hmm. really need any extracurriculars on top of that. Um and I do understand how there are some people out there who feel Reva was maybe shoehorned in here a little bit too much, but it's still a redemption arc story. You have to have a redemption arc in Star Wars. There's always a redemption arc. And in this one, there was nothing really to redeem Obi-Wan for because he never he was still on the light side of things. He just had to let some stuff go that he was carrying. Not like we could redeem Vader. Yet. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Reva, on the other hand, could be redeemed because she... She wasn't truly evil. She was revenge. That was her motivation. So we got that, and I thought it was well done, you know, for the most part. Um, and I like the Owen and Baru stuff. I'm, I'm happy to see them, you know, kind of be, you know, a little bit younger BAs. It's, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I really thought it was a great episode. Uh, fight sequences smoothed that a little bit more. It probably would have been a... Very highly rated episode for me. Um, I'm going to go just a wee bit higher uh, th- than you did, though, because I was I was very I was entertained. I'm going to go an eight, seven on it. I don't think we cracked nine. So far uh, on this season, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad, I think maybe we're being a little critical, but at the same token, that's what we do. Uh, so eight, seven that I'm, I'm happy with that. I think that's the highest rated I've done for an episode this season, hopefully, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we did get into the nines. I don't remember. I don't write this stuff down. I think down. you've always been lower than me, to be honest. That's possible. Yeah, that's possible. So, yeah. So, there we go, folks. Um, yeah. Anything else? Are we ready to roll out? I think we're ready to roll Sweet. out. Well, one question. Okay. Hype. Did it live up to all the hype? Years. Years of anticipation. No. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't think I it would have to agree. Yeah, I don't think it lived. Not to be negative. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it lived but. up to the hype in in that regard because I think there was so much hype about it. Mm-hmm. I think it deserved a cinematic treatment. We'll talk more about that when we do the retrospective. That's a good question. That's a very yeah. good question. But the hype, no, 
I don't think it fully lived up to it. No, I don't think it could. Not in this form. Yeah. 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 Well, and hype can ruin any experience, honestly. I, I wasn't asking that because I feel like it should or shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you, you have a lot of examples of that, like Cyberpunk 2077. There was so much <laughs> hype for that for so many years. No matter how well it did, people were going to be disappointed. We had uh, hype for Boba Fett, and obviously that didn't live up to it. But, you know, it. It, but it is part of the beast, you know. You gotta, you gotta tackle it at some point and acknowledge it. And no, it didn't. But I do think this was still a good overall story, and yeah, happy with it. Same, same here. And hopefully, all of you uh, listening were happy with it. Uh, if you'd like to share any of your thoughts, you you absolutely can find us on social media at TC Plan Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, all that good jazz. Or just send us an email to tcplanpodcast@gmail.com. Um, you know, leave us leave us kind of what you thought of the episode and, and so on and so forth, and we'll uh, we'll read it out on the podcast if you send it to us. So I believe that's all for this week. So you guys have a great rest of your week, and as always, may the force be with you. <laughs>